0: Do you ever feel like you just need to empty your brain? Let go of all the information you just acquired and process it? Hi you guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Braindump. Officially, this is a place where I'm going to be recapping what I've learned about throughout the week from my college classes. It's something that will help me review what has been talked about in my classes, but it'll also allow me to relate what I've learned to life and how those things can be applied. Some weeks will focus more on one specific class, while others might highlight each class. Unofficially... It'll be a place where I can deposit tidbits of information that I find fascinating. I hope that these things are somehow able to help you, and if not, I just hope you enjoy listening. Okay, first of all, hi. Welcome back. I feel like it's been forever since I last talked to you guys, and really it hasn't been that long, just like two weeks, but it seems like a lot longer. I think it was the snow and spring break, but I'm not complaining about either of those. Let's take a really quick tangent relating to spring break before we jump back into all the school-related stuff. I don't know about you, but when I take breaks during school, they're not really breaks. They're more like days where I just don't have class, so I go into either two modes. I get nothing done, or I get everything done. As much as it annoys me, I'm an extreme procrastinator. Not by choice, it's just I tend to get more ideas at the end closer to the deadline. That means I fell more into the get nothing done category. I had a really great, grand plan of how I was going to accomplish so much over break. Guys, I was going to be so productive, I was going to get my assignments done, I was going to work ahead. I was going to be so prepared and ease into the next week, like I wouldn't even have to think about schoolwork. It was so great, this plan I had in my head, yeah I did none of that. I'm sure some of you understand and others are wondering why on earth I would do that to myself. I wonder myself, too. Anyways, I'm curious as to how many of you do that. Are you a procrastinator, or do you get everything done? Or are you somewhere in between? Because I'm sure there are people out there who do that thing, too. <laughs> I did find it really ironic, though, because about halfway through spring break, when I was truly really trying to motivate myself to actually do my homework, I watched a TED Talk on like procrastinating and procrastination, and it kind of just confirmed my procrastination rather than spurred me not to so I found that really interesting I also thought it was kind of fun because over spring break I had the opportunity to assist and learn more about filming weddings so like videography and stuff like that and that was just really cool to see how people work and it's a lot more complicated than you would necessarily think um just trying to get like the specific shots and work with the photographers who are already there so that was really cool to be able to see um, videographers in action and also kind of understand some of the behind the scenes of the business along with that I also slept a lot guys I love sleep so much and I'm one of those people that requires like nine hours of sleep in order to function so spring break was like amazing for me anyways now that I shared a little bit about how my spring break went let's get back to school this week for my two DTC classes, or just a recap on what that stands for, digital technology and culture, we've continued to work on our projects. I have my marketing commercial that I discussed, I think it was two weeks ago in my last podcast, completely figured out and I'm running with the, that idea, so I'm no longer worried about that project. As for the second project, where we create market or con- marketing content for a brand or a person, I'm still a little foggy on how it will turn out but i'm going with an idea i have i don't know about you guys but i'm a very visual person so i do better when i can see the end result in my head and work towards that concept it's really different and it's really difficult for me when i can't visualize what i want it to look like because i struggle with putting a plan into motion because then i just feel like i'm not actually going to get anywhere so that's been a little challenging with this project but I will keep you guys updated on how both of these projects end up turning out and we present next week. So um, I will bring that information then and just kind of tell you guys what I chose and why I chose it and decide decisions behind them. As for my first English class, we've continued discussing the way our newsletter is going. Right before and over break, we released our surveys for people to take. I created mine on a survey generating website, which was super awesome, really helpful. We only had to have 10 questions. And then I proceeded to post it on Facebook. A family member shared the link as well which was really awesome because I was I did this in hopes of increasing the demographic that the survey reached. I also shared a link on my Instagram that I'll leave up for 24 hours um, which will hopefully reach a little bit different demographic as well than Facebook. It'll be really interesting, kind of, to see the results. It's currently an, it's anonymous, survey-wise, but one of my questions um, asked if it, they the respondent was male or female. So it's been really interesting to see the percentage that take that. The social media platforms that I used were pretty helpful in reaching various people, and more people ended up taking the sur- survey than I thought would. So that was awesome, and it was really great that it could be the information could be spread so quickly. The next thing that we had to do was create a field report to help relay this information that we've gathered and predict where the data trends currently indicate the survey is headed. So essentially we're supposed to look at the data that we currently have gathered, um, the 10 questions that we have, and just kind of say, you know, this is where I think it's going, this is why I think it's going this way, kind of summarizing it, essentially kind of what a field report sounds like in the midst of it. One of the data trends that I did find really interesting was almost 80% of the people who took my survey were female. Now that's not shocking considering a lot of my close friends or family on Facebook are female, but I did expect a few more males to be in the mix and to be taking it. That also made me question if guys just don't want to take the survey, like maybe they just keep scrolling past it. That may not be the case, but it'd be really interesting to do another survey to find this out. If that were the case, maybe they wouldn't take the survey then either, so who knows. Within that report, we also covered things that we did expect, questions that we might have, that might have come up with it and that we might have, and how well we're sticking to the schedule that we originally created in our proposal. So the next thing on my list to do for this project is to finalize all the data that I've gathered and start putting it into the newsletter. I have an idea of what I want my newsletter layout to be, now I just have to pick a specific format so we have to figure out how we want our newsletter to appear and I think for the most part I'm leaning towards more of a magazine format something that can help break up the information and make it a little bit more clear but also still be informative and you could easily find that information within different graphs or something like that spread throughout the layout of the magazine or supposed newsletter along with the newsletter We started discussing personality types to prepare for our upcoming group project, the next thing that we have to turn in, as well as getting to know ourselves and our peers better. This was based on the Myers-Briggs personality test. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about it. If not, it's essentially a test that you go through and take and you answer a bunch of questions saying how you'd respond to something or what you act like. And it gives you results. I think it's... You can either be an extrovert or an introvert, you can be sensitive, sensing or intuitive, you can be a thinker or a feeler, and a judger or a perceiver, and all of these create different combinations as to kind of your main personality type. Now personality types are not specific, and they're not scientific, so they are not always correct. There can be heavy variation within them, and everyone has a different opinion as to how accurate they can be. I'm sure there are some people who definitely like live by it and they think this is my exact personality type it's so accurate and others (laughs) just don't believe in them but whatever that might be whatever the case they can still be really fun to take and kind of see if you see yourself within that test it was really interesting to compare and contrast the personality types and see how they might be reflected in ourselves so mine I believe was um I'm an introvert um (laughs) I do have more of a I don't even remember. I think it was a sensing, nope, I'm intuition, and then a feeler and then a judger. It was really interesting just getting my results because I don't know if that's exactly what what I would have picked for myself, but it was a lot of fun discussing what we thought each other's types were, what they actually were, like what we thought they might've been versus what they actually were, supposedly based on the test. This related to our upcoming group project because it allowed us to analyze what characteristics we looked for in a group and what things we don't. Overall, this was a really fun exercise to do, and though it's not 100% accurate, it did help us identify various ways to understand and communicate with different personalities that might be opposite of ours, and why they might handle a situation a little bit differently than someone. So let's say how an extrovert would handle one situation versus an introvert. It just kind of gives you a glimpse into the other's mind. In my second English class, we've really just been discussing social media, and there will be more on this in the next podcast, I believe. But we've just been talking about the different types that there are, what it's used for. We kind of tried to come up with a definition within class that we could all agree on. And that was really interesting because kind of social media can mean so many different things to so many different people. Um, the, that also led into the assignment for this week, which is to try and record how much time we spend on at least two of our main social medias that we listed within class and to ask the questions what do you use when do you use it how long do you use it for and why do you use it so a lot of that information can be found on our phone's information settings within the apps and the specific you know screen time for example for iPhones but i think the question that will be most interesting to keep track of while we're going throughout the week is why did you use it and I'm finding a lot of the time I tend to go on social media because I'm bored or procrastinating (laughs) so anyways I will keep you guys updated on what these projects continue to look like I will try to keep you updated on the social media experiment and just see how that goes um but yeah I will talk to you guys next week bye